Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. And we're about to discuss Season 2, Episode 3 of, three of The Hills on our podcast series, The Hills Have Size. Episode 3, Best Night Ever. Yes, Best Night Ever. Um, and we forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh, I'm Frank Pezzanite the Third, <laughs> And I'm Meredith Broadbeck, also known as Mayor B. And I believe we've discussed this earlier, but we have been recording multiple episodes in a day. So we tend to be a little <laughs> tipsy towards the later episodes. This is currently the third one we're recording for today. So and, and we'll forget yeah, things we're like introducing in. ourselves. Yeah, we're pretty far in. And yeah. we're planning on recording two more, so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so four and five should be a real treat for you. Um... So let's talk about the recap, first of all. We always have to talk about the recap. Yeah, and what I thought was interesting about the recap is that, and a lot of times now in the recap, I'm realizing they're putting stuff in that we didn't get to see originally. And Lauren talks about her relationship with Jason and refers to it as the relationship from hell. Yeah. I thought that was a bit much. I thought so, too. Newsflash. Yeah. That's not what your matching tattoo says. And what I think is interesting is that that was not shown to us. No. Like, we, I mean, we knew they had a couple problems. We knew they broke up. But, like, the relationship with Hell, that was, we did not ride that roller coaster with her. No. Definitely not. And then, I like that she says, I made a no boys rule, and then I broke it. Like, Uh, all coy, because she's met Brody. She's a rebel. Yeah, now all the rules are out the window because of Brody Jenner. Um, and the only other thing I had about the recap is that they're still mad at Audrina. Yeah. Which is dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. And this whole episode was basically about that, so this episode was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, so we actually open with Lauren and Heidi going shopping mm-hmm. for Heidi's birthday. And Heidi says, I just want like a Betsy Johnson or something like super fun party dress. And Lauren says, mm-hmm. which I found very interesting, she said, you want the same thing that I wanted, but I just couldn't find one. So... I'm a little irritated because Lauren's birthday was spent alone in a hotel room with Jason. With Jason. Yes. And to be fair, her dress actually was a little bit fun in that episode. You know, it was kind of like a more bodice style top with a flowy skirt that was a little tutu-ish. Now, question for you, because you're the one who's up on all of this. When is Lauren's birthday? February 1st. Okay. So... The reason why we know that off the top of my head now. But the reason why we can blow this out of the water is that they Oh no, we can't blow it out of the water. Never mind. Ignore what I said. So this is this is like at least six months later. Yeah. And now it's Heidi's birthday and she's but my bigger issue was that Lauren was looking for a fun party dress when really her night was spent with Jason. So now I'm wondering if that really was her birthday or whether they did something else or... Probably not. For all we know, she was the host of some like big club event and they called it her birthday or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. So that was dumb. And then um, they're shopping and Lauren says like, well, I can't because I have lunch with Brody. Um, Yeah. And then we segue to lunch with Brody. Different day. Yeah. Because Lauren is wearing another sort of like hideous broomstick skirt. Like she was when they went to Quixote. Yes. And Brody's wearing all black. <laughs> yeah. And Lauren's wearing like little flat sandals that are fine. Um, and Brody's first question to her is, how's your love life? With a smirk. And he asks about Jason and like, the, it was just weird. Like you still talk to him? Like, no, we just had a terrible breakup. No, I'm not talking to him. And then Lauren's kind of asking him about his love life. And she says, so wait, you went from Kristen to Nicole, right? Yep. I was right. You are ten thousand percent right. And he w- and Brody has to like think about it. Like he's he is checking an internal Rolodex mm-hmm. and was like, 
I mean, no. Wait. No. Yeah. That's right. Well, and he so, says two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks in between. And Lauren just like laughs and says like, you need to be single for a while. Which I thought was interesting because the previous episode... Lauren is crying, or maybe it was even two episodes ago, saying, like, I don't like to be single, I don't want to be single, I no, don't that do was well just when last I'm single. Yeah, I don't do well when yeah. I'm single. So how is she, queen of, apparently, I want to jump from boy to boy, now, like, promoting this you need to be single for a while? Yeah. No, it was two episodes ago. I forgot we're on number three. Um, yeah, it's, the whole thing is weird. Um, however, Brody looks super hot in the scene super hot and he oh says and when she gives him a hard time about not being single he says well, well i can't help it i'm a cuddler yeah i just want to cuddle oh me Swoon. too brody Swoon. give me a call i think one thing that i love that brody does so well is that he rocks the heavy stubble yes he never has facial hair but he always has like just this sexy like lumber sexual facial hair and i i love it the problem with the heavy stubble though there are two it's twofold is that it burns one <laughs> yes i was gonna say number one as the person who has the stubble stubble is itchy and irritating and uncomfortable on your own face like no, once I you know. throw it out further it's fine but then stubble looks great make out with someone who stubbles you might as well just rub sandpaper all over your fucking face I know. it is the worst i know the worst i've literally had scabs on my face from it like it's terrible <laughs> i make my husband grow out his stubble every time we travel i don't let him <laughs> shave it's a thing i like it um but you like kissing it it hurts no it kind of does but i just i think i think it looks hot that way and i like no, it. it's incredibly hot looking yeah. but like it's like i want to look at you but kiss me and my face will fall off yeah well whatever i'm fine with it for you know, two weeks a year. <laughs> um, so then we are at Epic Records. And I don't the scenes of Audrina at work, like, I'm going to go ahead and say that the scenes of all of them at work are pretty stupid. But yeah. the ones of Audrina at work rank the lowest. And she's talking to another co-worker who's not Kiara. It's some other girl. I didn't even write down her name. Um, and she hasn't been invited to Heidi's birthday, but she's decided she's just going to show up at the club and see what happens. Well, but and the one thing that I thought was important of this kind of non-issue conversation was that the girl talks about Spencer yeah. and Heidi says he's a dirtbag. She says he's a pig. Heidi's getting played. Yeah. 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 She said he's a pig. Like yep. he, she's, Audrina is not on board. And Audrina also says to be a friend, to have a friend, you have, have to, to be, be a, a friend. friend. Which, okay. She was probably watching a lot of Golden Girls. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. yeah. I, I was kind of like, it took me a minute to process. And I was like, I, sure. Yeah. Well. And she's kind of a rose. So I, <laughs> Heidi is the rose of the hills. Audrina. I'm sorry. Audrina, yes. Yeah. Audrina is the rose of the hills. She's from St. <laughs> Olaf. Orange to go, County. If I had to segue all of them, I would say that Audrina would be the rose. Lauren would be... Who would Lauren be? The Dorothy, probably. Sophia? No, because Dorothy isn't going to play. I mean, Heidi would obviously be Blanche. I don't know who Lauren would be. She's not a Dorothy or a Sophia. Lauren wouldn't be on the fucking Golden Girls. She says... She might be kind of a Sophia, though, because she's, like, old and crudgy. <laughs> okay. I'll give, and, and actually, Sophia got a lot of dicks, so I'll... Yeah. Okay. I'll give, all right. She's a Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have three sisters, and so we love to play that Who's Which Golden Girl game. And I'm going to say that Jen Bunny would be the Dorothy. Yeah. Well, yeah. my sisters tell me that I'm the Dorothy and I'm nothing but proud. Uh, you, as well you should be. Yeah. Every time I take a Golden Girls quiz, I get equal, and this is, I'm proud of this, equal Blanche, Blanche Dorothy. and Dorothy. Yeah. Oh, that's totally what you Down are. Down the middle. Blanche Dorothy. Blanche yeah. Dorothy. Blanche <laughs> Dorothy. 
Um, so then we are back at the Warren Tracomi Salon Which from Heidi, New Year's Eve fame. What, can we talk about what they're wearing when they walk into the salon? Heidi oh, is wearing a yes. men's dress shirt dress with a big chunky belt. Um, it looks like she just won the WWE championships. Yeah. And a tiara. <laughs> yeah. To the so, salon. Oddly enough, it almost looks like her hair is done already with the tiara already in yeah, it because it she gets her did. hairdo done around the tiara. It kind of did. Um, so they go in to Warren Tracomi and then I thought this was interesting. They're both given glasses of champagne. So, and silk robes. Well, silk robes, that's fine. I get that that's a spa thing. But like the champagne, not 21. No one's 21. Well, next time I come in to get my hair done, you can do that for me. I won't object. <laughs> um, so then Heidi's describing her look for the evening to yes. the stylist and I'm already sort of cringing and I haven't even seen it yet. She says she's going for a very Audrey Hepburn. She's wearing a tutu, but you know, sophisticated and sexy, you know, American princess. Now I will say this, they nailed the Audrey Hepburn. Her hair does look like Audrey Hepburn. It I does. Did it's a very, very breakfast job. at Tiffany's. Did you notice her wearing a tutu later? Cause I didn't. It's just like a poofy ish skirt. Um, and now I had a lot of... she sluts it right up with a horrible top. There were a lot of continuity errors with the salon scene because they're both sitting down. And the weird thing is Heidi's hair is done. She's getting her makeup done and Lauren's is soaking wet and they've just barely started. Yeah. Like an updo takes a while. Like, so that means what was Lauren just sitting there? Lauren must have had highlights or something else done because that's just weird. Heidi looked like her hair was finished when they walked in with a tiara. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't, I mean, it was a, she definitely put up in a clip, but like it was, her hair was up and done and Lauren was just now getting blow dried. So Lauren had something else done. Yeah. So then Lauren asks Heidi, you know, have you spoken to Audrina? And Heidi says, no. And she said, well, is she coming tonight? And she was like, I don't know, but she can't come to my birthday. Which I'm assuming means she can come to the club, but not come to my private area in the club. Right. But just putting it out there. Um, So then we are at the club and which club is it, my dear? Oh my God. We're at Ledoux. For the first time. I audibly screamed. Yeah. Like I I literally out loud screamed because I got so excited when I realized we were finally at Ledoux. And... With its beautiful brocade, red wall, red and gold wallpaper. And garden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ledoux actually, I think, is the club that sticks around in this show yes. the longest. And the most. And I know that when this was airing, my friends and I were always like, we need to go to LA and go to Ledoux. Like, I just want to yeah. go to Ledoux. Like, that's where we need to go. They, they probably go to Ledoux for, like, all of season two and almost all of season three. Like, that is their spot. Well, because I'm assuming that Bolt House has a big old contract with the Dulce group. and Because they do, I mean, they yeah. go to catch up, they do Geisha yep. House. So, I'm sure it was a, a big tie-in. Yeah. So, here is where I want to talk about Heidi's outfit a little more up close. I was already cringing, and then I saw it. <laughs> So she has the like Audrey Hepburn, like baby beehive kind of, as Frank would call a chignon, but it's like, it's up, you know, like it is. I mean, it literally looks like breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. But blonde. I mean, it was very pretty. Yeah. But it was up. Like she ruined it with that tiara. Personally, I think of a, uh, of a chignon as low, like kind of like a low ballerina bun type of style. And this was high. So it had some height. So I was calling it a baby beehive. With the tiara in it. And she is wearing a skirt that is like slightly what I would call like foofy. (laughs) You know, like it's not a tutu, like she said. But it's got like some tool under it or something. And it sticks out like just a little bit. And 
she's wearing it with a halter backless top. Yep. That looks all black. Cheap as shit. It, she looks like a million bucks from like the top of her head to her chin and then like her skirt to her feet. But from shoulder to hip, she looks like she went shopping at Wet Seal. It is disgusting. It ties in the back. Like she has the body for it, but it's just gross. Well, that was also it makes the, the whole outfit when, a tragedy. When the big thing and everyone was wearing them were those tops where the back was gone. Yeah. Like it was just the front yeah. and they tied the back. I mean, that the, the back cutout top was and very she, big. Though. And she looks very Paris Hilton, which I think Heidi yes. was striving for a lot. As should everyone. It's wrong though. But if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're at the birthday party and people are drinking and we're having fun. And Heidi's again, like pushing Lauren about dating Brody, Brody. presumably. Yeah. But Heidi's birthday is in September. So Heidi- Which, guys, big deal. Yeah. So that means that Lauren and Jason have been broken up for about a month. That also means that Brody is still technically with Nicole Richie, as yeah. we know. So Heidi is pushing Lauren to date somebody. We don't quite know if it's Brody yet. Brody's at the birthday party and he's like in the corner joking with Spencer. We don't see Nicole Richie anywhere, but for all we know, she was there too. Um, and Lauren says like, no, I'm just not ready to date anybody. And Heidi says, well, life's about taking chances, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I found hilarious. And then they go out to the balcony and Lauren's actually wearing, this becomes more of an LC look. I think this sort of like baby doll style dress. Yeah, she's very into the baby doll. Yeah, spaghetti straps, just kind of flowy. Um, it's a printed like paisley or floral dress. She looks fine. You know, yeah. her hair's down and done and heels. Um, and they're standing on the balcony and they see Audrina walking up to the club. And who's on two phones. Two she's phones. She's on her razor and her sidekick. Literally Simultaneously. One on yeah. yeah. Um, and they see her walking up to the club and they're like, shut up. It's Audrina. We're gone. And they bolt from the balcony. They don't even want to be seen. I think she knows you're there, but, yeah. um, and we get a brief shot of Holly. Yeah. Heidi's sister. Holly Montag. And Jen Bunny is there again as well. Yeah. Jen Bunny. Um, God, <laughs> Jen Bunny, not the sharpest knife in a drawer. Um, and then Hadrina, I guess is like talking to some people and she doesn't understand why they're so mad at her again. You know, it's kind of like the theme of the episode Honest. You know, Audrina doesn't understand. Well, and the other thing that became apparent this episode is that Audrina apparently has a very big social group all of her own that have nothing to do with any of these people. Yeah. Like, she really was just coming to Ledoux to meet her friend, a very big group of friends, actually. Yeah. Like, and multiple girls. Like, she doesn't really need them. And the funny thing is, is that that comes up seasons later. Remember when Andrina says, I'm with my friends? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. That's exactly how she says it in this episode. She's like, well, I'm going back downstairs to my friends. And Which makes sense because she's lived in LA longer than they have. She yeah. is a fake friend of, I mean, like MTV manufactured the friendship between the three of them. She does have a life in LA and doesn't really need them. Yeah. Um, so then there's this brief um, interjection or whatever you want to call it of Lauren talking to, is it Heidi or Jen Bunny? I don't, it doesn't really matter. It's Jen Bunny. And she says, well, I told Audrina to call me tomorrow so we can talk about it. Yes, which is interesting, and it goes back to Mare's theory that I think is now, like, the more we watch this episode, it's 100% correct, that the real issue here 
is that Audrina was rumored to have dated Jason. Yes. And not Spencer. Yes. And the reason... So, Lauren is just avoiding Audrina. Pretty much. Yeah. Whereas Heidi is taking it to heart and being the more defensive friend, which we've seen from her from the beginning. And I think it was further complicated by Audrina showing up to the club with Spencer. So... I think those were two different incidents that they're mad at Audrina for, but Heidi's the one who's really hanging on to it and being the more kind of outright bitch to her. And it makes so much more sense because if any of you out there have, I mean, obviously we've all had a friend that some guy has done her wrong or girl, girl has done her whatever. And if you're the person who's the friend of the done wrong person, you're the one who's usually more vocally a jerk to the person who was the jerk. Exactly. So, and it's the person who was, had the wrong done to them tends to just kind of ignore them and stay away from them. Yeah. So that fits into all of this. Now that also would make sense to why Audrina would go to the club with Spencer. If she thought that Heidi was mad at her for supposedly dating Spencer, no, she wouldn't show up at area with him. Now, if she thought, if she didn't know, or if the rumor was that she had dated Jason, then why not show up at area with Spencer? Exactly. So all of this makes so much exactly. more sense. Exactly. So Spencer has produced this other reality show. He yep. kind of knows Heidi. He's weaseling his way into the hills and says, Audrina, do you want to come to this club? She's not stupid. Yeah. Right. So then there's a scene where Audrina is sitting on the couch very close to Heidi and Lauren, but she happens to be sitting next to Jen Bunny. (laughs) And Jen Bunny just says, like, I don't, I mean, you're such a random girl. Like, I think you should just go back downstairs and forget what's happening. And then she says, I mean, not that I don't like you. (laughs) And that's when Audrina says, well, I'm just going to go downstairs to my friends. And I have to say that, like, that seemed little, like, as a non sequitur, but... Um, I, I have a feeling that room was the VIP. Upstairs? And, yes. And oh, yeah. And they annexed her back downstairs. Yeah, I agree. Not cool. I agree. If I was Audrina, I would have been devastated. I mean, she actually seems relieved. She does seem relieved, but yeah. I still would have been like, don't fucking tell me I can't be the fucking VIP. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so then we see Audrina leaving Ledoux. Yes. And she's on the phone with somebody, we're not sure who, and she's crying, and she says, like, I don't get it. What did I do? And she is wearing jeans that actually fit her to a T. Like, yes. her body looks slamming as always. Um, but her on, body be banging. Yeah, her body, body be, be banging. banging. <laughs> and on the pockets, the rear pockets, are these kind of gold appliques that look like two angel wings. Yes, like one they, are, on, they are a thousand percent more angel yeah, wings. One yeah. on each butt cheek. Yeah. Yep. Um, so just remember that. <laughs> Um, so then we're at the girl's apartment and mm-hmm. we are still drunk and eating Chinese food, which way to go ladies. No, I have a lot of girls issues after with this. my own heart, but no, but I have a ton of issues with this. Go so ahead. they're at home post birthday eating Chinese food. I call bullshit. I don't think it was the same night. Don't even tell me that it's Heidi's birthday. She's drunk, having a good time. She doesn't go home with her boyfriend. She doesn't go home with Spencer. Yeah. I don't, that's, I call bullshit. I think that whole Chinese food on the couch thing was filmed a whole different time because you're, you're 20. It's your birthday. You're going home with your boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go home with your girlfriend. You're going home with your boyfriend. I still just kind of liked the scene of the three drunk chicks at home together, mowing Chinese food. I thought it was kind of awesome. Oh yeah. It was awesome. And it definitely seemed like a night after the club thing, but I feel like, I mean, especially since it's a newer relationship, you'd want to go home with your boyfriend. Like you wouldn't want to go home with your friends. Yeah. 
but um so well, her boyfriend would have been there spencer would have with him and then gone into the bedroom with her so right so they're kind of giving lauren a hard time about liking brody and she was like well if i didn't like brody i wouldn't waste my time hanging out with him you know and but i i don't want to date anybody and heidi was like whatever i mean it's arm candy <laughs> and then jen goes brody's arm candy hell yeah and he is he is and then so Heidi says, why do we always talk about guys like they're accessories? So in season two of Laguna Beach, there's a scene with Heidi, Jen Bunny, and Lauren um, at the pool at Lauren's house. And they're talking about like shopping and boys. And they were like, um, what are we saying about boys? Like, it's almost like trying to find a good pair of shoes. And they're like, no, I think boys are more like sunglasses. And they like, yeah, it's the dumbest <laughs> fucking conversation ever. Um, but Lauren says, no, boys are like purses. She's like, when you go out, you have that one purse that you want everyone to see you with. Like a black Chanel bag that your ex-boyfriend bought you? And she was like, but then you have that purse that you don't want anyone to see you with that you secretly love. And that te- the title of the episode is Boys Are Like Purses. Um, that's interesting because when I was in high school, I had a friend that referred to one of her friends as a fish tie. And the, <laughs> the, the the thing behind that was back, like, in the 80s, like, they had ties that were fish. They yeah. were, like, novelty ties. My stepdad had one as a Yeah, joke. and she was like, you're like my fish tie. She's like, I love you and you make me laugh, but, like, I would never wear you in public. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's the same exactly. kind of thing. It's yep. like, like the, or also kind of like the moped. Yeah. Like the moped. For those of you who don't know, if you call a girl or a guy a moped, it's because they're fun to ride, but you wouldn't want anyone to see you on them. <laughs> <laughs> um... So then Lauren says to Heidi, why are we always talking about guys like their accessories? And Heidi goes, because they're disposable like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> so good. Um, so closet? Teen Vogue? Um, well, I also put that like this, there was also some talk about Adrena that I put that this is the death of Adrena and Heidi. Little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is like the beginning to be the death of Audrina and Heidi, which is sad because I feel like. It's also so stupid. It's stupid. In the long run, when you see what happens, it's so stupid. Um, and I really feel like, I, I, I hope, I hope against hope that a lot of this was manufactured <laughs> for the show because I do like Heidi and I do like Audrina. And I hope that this feud was faked and that they actually really liked each other in real life. Well, so you're a half. I know. And, it's, uh, and now they're warring. I, and it's, it's just, hard. It's yeah. hard. It's really hard. It's like when my parents got divorced. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so much inner turmoil. I don't know what to do. So then we're at the closet. And um, Lauren and Whitney are just talking about Heidi's birthday and how they're still kind of feuding with Audrina. And Audrina happens to call. And Lauren says, like, oh, wherever is fine with me. And she hangs up the phone, you know, without confirmation of where wherever is. And... She said, oh, I'm having lunch with Audrina and Whitney, you're coming with me. Yeah. So, which is interesting to me because now Lauren needs backup. She doesn't want to see Audrina by herself. Which makes no sense if it's not for the Jason thing. Because, yes. that, I mean, she and Audrina are friends. They live in the same apartment building. There's no reason that you... I mean, if you have a friend who's feuding with another friend and that person wants to have a powwow with you, yeah. you don't need backup. Right. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. And Whitney does not look thrilled. And she was like, well, I guess it would make sense if, you know, Audrina is trying to resolve things that she would come to you and not Heidi as the next person is what she says. Um, which makes total sense because the problem is really with Lauren and not with Heidi. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and by this point, maybe the Jason rumors had settled and it really was about her showing up at the club with Spencer, but I think it's a combination of both. And I agree. The lunch that we're about to segue into kind of shows that. Like, it's painful the whole way through. Um, so they go to lunch with Audrina, and Audrina's first question to Lauren is, are you seeing anybody? Which, I don't... Is she trying to take the heat off herself and Jason? <laughs> like, I don't... Like... it's very odd. Like if you're accused of dating someone's ex and then you say, are you seeing anyone? That's like, I feel like ding, ding, ding. Like that's not, (laughs) that's not smooth, Audrina. Um, And Lauren kind of, this is another kind of seminal scene that I felt like MTV replayed a lot. Lauren says like, well, I don't want to see anybody. And when I'm alone and feel like I don't want to date anybody, then I'll know I'm ready to date somebody. Like, I feel like they replay that a lot in later seasons. And this is when she says it. Um, and Audrina just kind of, she, she dives into the conversation about Heidi's birthday and says like, by the way, I didn't show up Friday night to ruin Heidi's birthday. I just, you know, I tried to talk to her because I was there and I wanted to wish her a happy birthday. And Lauren says, she wanted to, she wants to talk, but she didn't want to talk that night on her birthday. And that's about. Well, and I thought this was very reminiscent of what's happening now on all of the Housewives franchises, where someone will be having a party and someone will come up and confront them and they'll be like, no, it's not the place in time. I don't want to talk. Like, I just yeah. want to have fun. I, want to, I just don't want to talk about this now. Right. Um, so Lauren is wearing another little, like, baby doll dress. Yeah. But this one is navy blue with white stitching that has some eyelet details like at the, um, at the hemline and kind of along the top. Um, but it has this horrible ribbon at the natural waist and I, my notes say fucking nightgown. Yeah, it did. And it looked like a child's nightgown. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and Audrina is wearing the same jeans with the golden angel wings. Now, um, and we both noticed this and what does that mean? I mean, is, was Heidi full of shit when she gave that interview and said they couldn't wear the same thing for more than one day? Or was that only for the two stars and it wasn't as applicable to the background or the B characters? Because... I'm guessing that jeans were, like, universal. So, like, Audrina was wearing a different top. I made sure to notice that. And I'm guessing jeans were just jeans, even though they had, like, early aughts detail on them. That was less important. And if Audrina spent like 250 bucks on those whatever name brand jeans they were, she probably wanted to wear them more than once. Well, but, and see, this is where, and I've done a little research and I can't find the answer to this, but we know that MTV was bankrolling Lauren and Heidi in terms of wardrobe, all that stuff. Like they have said that MTV was bankrolling them yeah. and buying them stuff. Yeah. Um, I wonder because Audrina isn't as much of a key player if they weren't bankrolling her. And if that's the case, then yes, I've spent $250 on these jeans. I'm going to wear them more than once. If I was the person in charge of this show and my rule was can't wear anything more than once, jeans obviously would be an exception. Those jeans would not be an exception for me because they right. stand out so right. much. That the would details be like, Sorry. very, it's very obvious. Yeah. So it's confusing. Like, was this lunch actually the morning before i mean it couldn't have been before the party because they talked about the party so it's yeah. a little weird yeah i don't know but again her body be banging so yeah whatever. she looks amazing yeah um so then lauren goes home to the apartment in her her child's... new apartment yeah that is not the old apartment because keep... this one has a balcony yeah so many things about the new apartment it's really the fireplace is gone like, yeah uh, whatever um and she's still wearing her child's nightgown outfit And she's talking to Heidi on the balcony about having lunch with Audrina. And Heidi says, you didn't call her out for anything. 
And this whole conversation, it's so patently, blatantly obvious that it is the Lauren Audrina problem and not a Heidi Audrina yeah. problem. I mean, this conversation, like, you did, exactly that. You didn't call her out for anything? Well, why would Lauren call her out for the Spencer thing? Like, Heidi's so nonplussed and actually kind of in a good mood that you can tell it's Lauren is the one that has the problem with Audrina and not Heidi. Yeah. Um, and so Lauren says, like, are you going to work things out with Audrina? And Heidi says... No, I have too many friends and too little time. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not seeing that, but okay. <laughs> um, so then Heidi looks at her and says, so nap, dinner, meet up with Spencer and Brody. And Lauren kind of like, she kind of curls into her shoulder and is like, okay. Avi. Yeah. Um, so then we're back at area and I don't know, we're meeting up with Spencer and Brody. Yeah, and now I, you're gonna. <laughs> not, to, I'm not very enthused about this. Well, and you're gonna have to tell me because I'm a ding dong and wrote this in my notes and didn't wrote who said it. But who said Spencer is the ultimate cheese? Uh someone uh, side piece. Oh, side piece. Yeah, someone basically. And says, by side piece, I mean supporting character. Yeah, said was it someone, Jen Bunny? No, I think it was one of Heidi's like coworkers. Or okay, something. said like Spencer is the ultimate cheese, which yeah. he really is. Yeah, he really is. Um, and then when Spencer and Heidi are having a discussion, and he repeatedly uses the word hussy. You don't hear that often. No, like, I actually kind of the, liked it. Was it the 1800s? Like I thought it was interesting that he used the word hussy. Well, I think it's kind of funny too because. Heidi's basically giving him shit, and he just looks at her and he goes, don't be a hussy. Yeah. Like, I thought it was kind of funny, actually. It, it was funny, but it was just, you don't hear that word every day. Well, we're going to revive it. Um, and then there's this weird scene where Spencer literally kind of conducts the order of the table. Yeah. And he asks Jen Bunny <laughs> to get up so that Brody can sit next to Lauren. And you see Brody slide in next to Lauren so he can be smarmy as fuck and we'll get to that and Jen Bunny you can hear her on on the microphone she goes oh no problem I love standing, standing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised she got up I would have just been like whatevs yeah but I, the producers I'm sure I, been like, I can't hear you over this drink <laughs> <laughs> um so Brody moves in on Lauren and it's just he's very sweet but it is kind of gross like it's one compliment after another. It's like they're not having a real conversation. It's like, I love to see you smile. You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. You make me laugh so much. Like It's just like, bam, bam, bam. It's just... Yeah, My it's, notes say blech. It's, it's a pretty heavy flirt. It's a very heavy, saccharine-ridden flirt. To me, it's, it's, it's not even a flirt. It's like, it's, he's trying so hard to get in her pants. It's like... But it's, see, now I wonder if what that is, is because we know this is an intrinsic and that this was a manufactured relationship and he's not an actor. Yeah. That he was like, I'm just going to lay it on thick because this is what I think. Like, Oh my God. Because if it had been a true blossoming relationship, it would have come naturally and this was not natural and it was him just throwing line after line after her and her kind of like giggling and like... I crinkle smiling at him. So that's probably what it was. I'm yeah, I'm sure. Um, so then in the fakest segue <laughs> I've ever seen in the history of the show so far, um, all of a sudden someone says on camera, where did Lauren and Brody go? What? Yeah. Oh, I don't know where, where did they go? And was it dubbed? It probably was. I'm sure it was dubbed because first of all, they were sitting in the middle of, 
of like a it wasn't a booth, but it was a, a semicircular it was seated surrounded area. by people. So they would have had to make at least two people on each side get up and move in order for them to go somewhere. As we just saw, Jen had to get up so that Brody could even sit yeah. down. So there was no like, it's not like they just like poof, genie vanished. <laughs> like they definitely were like, hey guys, we're going to go. Like yeah. it, that was really stupid. Yeah. So Lauren and Brody disappear. And they go back to, I guess, Brody and Spencer. Brody's condo. It said Brody's condo. Are they living together with Spencer? Well, now, here's Spencer? the thing that gets confusing, guys. So, like, I know that I said in previous podcasts that I thought that, like, Spencer lives in a hotel because the doors, like, slid open um, to the open of the building. Well, it's the same building. Yeah. And I think they were roommates. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that, that Spencer was probably glomming on to uh, Brody's condo because they go into the condo and it's huge and beautiful. And I wrote in all caps, David Foster money. Yeah, for Because real. this is when his mom was still married to David Foster. How amazing would it be if that's the condo that Yolanda moved into when they separated? It would be, but it's not, for sure. I know. Because it was smaller and more plain. Can I pretend it is? Of course. Of okay. course you can. <laughs> um, but this condo is gorgeous. To be fair, did we see Yolanda's dining room and living room? We did, yeah. Okay. It's a one bedroom. Oh, okay. Like she, It was a one bedroom, all white walls. It looked like a rental. Like it, Yeah, we Damn saw it for it. sure. God, that would have been good. It would have been good. But no, this was beautiful. I mean, it was big, gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So then Brody continues to lay it on like super thick. And he can't stop talking about Lauren's smile and her teeth and her hair and her eyes. And like... Yeah, they're uh, out on the balcony like looking at each other. And the two things that Mara and I both noticed was one... He looks like he's wearing Jenko jeans because they're so baggy. So I think actually what they are... I've thought about this as we've started talking. I think they're Dickies. They could have been Dickies. Like skateboarder, like charcoal gray khaki Dickies with like... Oh, see, they looked navy blue to me. You thought they were charcoal gray? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they They're just sure. like baggy as hell and it looks like he's going skateboarding. Dickies would have made sense in that time period. But the other thing I noticed is that he's miked. Yeah. We could see his mic and the, like attached yeah. to the back of his belt loop. And that's interesting because, we, I mean, the Hills tries to pretend like... We're magically just looking at these people and no one's around. And to see someone mic'd, I thought was a big deal. Yeah. And Lauren is wearing one of the most hideous cardigans I've ever seen her wear. Yeah, it's not good. So it is white cable knit, which so far, okay. Um, but it is a deep, deep V, like down to her belly button. Double, I, I do love a deep V. But... Double <laughs> breasted, four buttons at the bottom. So it looks like a zoot suit top, yes. but cable knit white sweater. Yes. Yeah. That was my last note about this. I episode. mean, I would have said she got it at Learner, but I don't even know if Learner was a store then. Like in the 80s, there was a store called Learner. They Isn't Learner like plus size? It might be now. It wasn't back then. Like in the 80s when I was growing up, like Learner was like a <laughs> hot place to go for sweaters, cable knit sweaters. Oh, okay. Maybe it, it, it was like fashionable. It was like a thing. It probably is for fat people now. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, Lauren would not shop there if it was for plus-size ladies. But that was where my notes for the episode ended. Yeah, me too. This kind episode, of a like, I, I, because I'd forgotten what happened, I hadn't seen this in so long, like, I was all excited because it was, like, Heidi's birthday and I thought a lot was going to happen, but really nothing happened. It was it was kind of a non-starter. Um, but I believe we get into some good stuff next episode 
Because on the next episode is where all of the Spencer and Audrina drama really goes down. Um, lots of drama next week. There's, I, I believe, Spencer and Heidi break up periodically. There's some crying. Spencer gets in a fight with one of Heidi's co-workers. Well, yes, I put in my notes, like, Spencer gets real aggro. Like, real aggro. <laughs> yeah. we, we, got to see, we get to see a part of the part where Spencer has, like, underlying lots of hostility. Where at the time of this show... I thought, I'm sure a lot of people thought that Spencer was probably abusing Heidi, like hitting her. Like, I'm, well, I mean, because he is, he's really aggro. Yeah. So we get to see a lot of that next episode. So that's going to be good. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly Mayor B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>